Hi, and welcome to Meet My Followers, episode number 36 for September 23rd, 2010. I am your host, Kate Dworkin, and this is the podcast where I interview my actual Twitter followers. Today's guest is Tony Stuck. Tony Stuck. Once again, I have to thank this show's sponsor, Solvate. As I'm sure you heard on a previous episode of Meet My Followers, Solvate is building the country's premier on-demand workforce. If you are a consultant, freelancer, or contractor, come join me and the other top independent professionals on the platform. You can create your profile in the Solvate Talent Engine by simply heading over to Solvate.com. So today's guest happens to be someone who I think did the best thing that he possibly could on a personal branding side, given his situation. His name is Tony Stuck. Tony, thank you for coming to the show. Uh, thank you. Well, you know, I always love to step back and let people introduce themselves early on in the interview, but I think that there's such a critical point in your entire kind of online persona that I have to point out up front, and that is the name that you have used kind of publicly for your blog and for your website and uh, your uh, Twitter handle and your Skype handle, and that's that's not your given name. It is toe, knee, as in the body parts, and then stuck your last name. So why don't you give people some background on how that came to be and then uh, some background on yourself as well. All right, sure. Um, the name actually came from about seventh grade. I... Uh, I needed an AOL Instant Messenger screen name, and somehow I thought of Tony Stuck. I was just looking down, and I was like, this makes sense. And so it started out as a screen name, and and then it went from there, and I turned it into something that, I mean, if you know my screen name, you can pretty much find me on any website. That I, nobody, It's, it's uh, not the easiest thing to, or not the hardest thing to... Um, acquire in terms of names on websites so whether i whether i join early or late i never seem to have a problem securing my my handle so smart so smart so <laughs> why don't you give folks some uh, background on kind of who you are now sure um i graduated uh from school from rit in may of 2009 and uh, i didn't have a job when i graduated because that was uh, kind of the height of everything where it was kind of hard to find stuff so I decided to take the summer off and build my own website to pretty much brand myself and use it as a portfolio and a resume, really, to get a job. And so I spent last summer doing that, and by the, t by the end of the summer, I had completed my site, got all of my work from school up, and started applying to a couple jobs, and one of them bit right away, and now I'm in... Washington DC working for a small interactive agency um, it's about six or eight of us and I do web development along with uh, the other nine hats that I wear and um, yeah I like to focus on uh, more front-end web development user interface kind of experience stuff like that and now life is just really busy. <laughs> yeah, well, startup culture, especially in startup agency style of culture, it's always that way. So, okay. you know, you know that now, though, and, and you're, you're pretty settled into the ride, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. So, it's, it's very fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a blast. I mean, that's, that's part of the reason why, you know, recently I went back into the agency world was because of the opportunities that uh, are presented to work with other folks. So 
But I, one of the things that's really interesting about you is that you know you say, oh, I'll, well, I graduated, but you didn't just graduate. You graduated with a, a bachelor's of science in new media publishing. Can Correct. You, can you talk a little bit about that program and how it was set up and how it really filtered into kind of what exactly you're doing now? Sure. Um, I, I actually I started out at RIT doing graphic media, which was very print centric. And I realized within my first year that I did not want to deal with print presses of any kind. <laughs> so I, I found this new media publishing program, which was kind of, it, it's kind of a bridge between three different areas of the school. There was the print, uh, the print media school and um, then the design school and the IT part. So it's, it's this mix of all three of those. So I took classes in three different colleges within the school and gave me a really well-rounded um, knowledge of, of um, everything that has to do with either advertising or, you know, the media world as it is. And uh, that's kind of what pushed me into the advertising space and the marketing space because then I also did a minor in marketing, which just felt natural. I'm, so, I'm right there with you, right? I mean, it, it's such a great skill set to have. Uh, most people miss out on that, right? I mean, they choose one or the other, right? They choose IT or they choose design or they choose marketing. Definitely. Um, and, and trust me, from my own experience, you know, grabbing my, what I, you know, kind of phrases my MBA with an information systems management, so big, heavy IT kind of concentration, mm -hmm. having a foot in both worlds is a huge benefit. So as someone who's just coming out of school, I will tell you that, hey, things will continue to look brighter and brighter in your career because you have that skill set. So good on you for getting in early. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, smart man. So, uh, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about some of, you know, I want to talk about your work, but at the same time, like our relationship has always been super casual. So, True. I mean, you know, we, I'm going to just kind of let you open up and, and talk about either your work or, or just the randomness on how we ended up beginning to interact. And, and maybe if you slightly embarrass me in the process, people will appreciate that. But, <laughs> uh, you know, just kind of open forum. Okay. Um, well, the way that we met was kind of also with Chris, who you just had on a couple episodes ago. Um, I... You know, during the summer that I was off, I was kind of bored during the days, so I kind of jumped on this Twitter bandwagon, and um, I think I don't I don't even remember how I started following you, but I mean, one thing led to another, and I just I I was I've never been too outgoing of a person, but the the whole the Twitter thing seemed a little easier to ease into, so I eventually just kind of started tweeting it, you know, you and Chris, and we started sparked up conversation and, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I don't think I remember exactly how the conversation started. I, 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 I almost want to believe that it was a back and forth between Chris and I, and it may have been revolving around either a Ustream chat session with Gary V or something else that you probably had crashed into. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you can't give uh, – somehow Gary Vee will always jump into your life. <laughs> with, with the crew that we roll with, yes, always, right? Jeeve is such a, a central kind of world in that process. Definitely. So, But let's talk about some of the other stuff, right? I mean we talked about work. We talked about our relationship. But let's talk about uh, – you know, there are obviously other things that you do to fill your day. 
So what are the things that you're passionate about in life? Okay. Um, well, I have a, a rather interesting recent endeavor I've gone under, which is, um, have you ever heard of parkour? Yes. This is <laughs> awesome. There is, uh, there's one of apparently five parkour gyms in D.C., in, in the nation. And so I, I found a living social deal um, for a month of unlimited parkour and breakdancing and a thing called Urban Fit. And so I decided to do that this past month. And I went my first day and stayed there for about three hours. And I could not function for the next week because my body hated me. It was the, the most serious workout I've ever had in my life. So just to give some background for the people who don't know what parkour is, okay. give some description on the – I almost want to call it immense aerobatics that are involved. Yeah, yeah I, uh, a different. There's don't uh, uh, don't say this to a true parkour person, but it's similar to like freestyle running. Um, you can just Google that, or you know, type that into YouTube, and you'll find all kinds of videos on it. But imagine just jumping around a city on railings and jump running and jumping up walls doing flips off of things and you know anything you can imagine doing with your body and and bouncing around except in a gym you get to do it onto mats and onto foam where you're not going to seriously injure yourself at least in the beginning <laughs> So that's, yeah. Uh, dude, good on you for, you know, being willing to extend yourself and extend your, your physical strengths because uh, parkour is, is, is all about momentum and, and reactions and uh, joint strength like you would not believe. Oh, yeah. So, definitely. I mean, dude, congratulations on, on finding a way into something that most people don't even know about but when they see are, like, constantly amazed by. So talk to me. I mean, you know, obviously your body hated you after the first day, but... How are you feeling now as you're progressing into it? Yeah, I, I literally had to not go back for a week until my body felt, you know, normal again. But after that, I was I've been going like uh, two to three times a week, and um, there you do. There's like one hour training sessions every day, and um, after that, you can just kind of hang out with the trainers, and and then they can teach you even more advanced stuff than what you look. Uh, learned in the, the session and um, I haven't applied it to uh, the city yet <laughs> I'm kind of uh, afraid of that but they I asked I asked um, some of the trainers if they go out in the city and and, and parkour I, I don't exactly know what um, verb you, you would <laughs> I think you got it right <laughs> but um like I, I grew up as a skateboarder. I guess that's another story. It is another story. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I was I skateboarded for like six or seven years, and so going out into the city and skateboarding, you're always you know either trying not to get caught or you know just looking at the signs to make sure that you can be there. But with parkour, I mean, pretty much if you left the place the way you know you came to it on then nobody cares because you're not like you're not waxing up these rails or anything like that so it's not destructive mm -hmm. and it's it's easy and you know you're not getting in people's way and you're not going to throw a skateboard at them and hurt them somehow so well, it's you, you may throw your body at them unexpectedly but yeah, hey yeah. <laughs> sure
So uh, let's let's. I mean, you know, there, there's obviously some more things that that you're interested in in life, and 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 uh, I, I I don't want to have it be limited to just kind of what's happening recently. Sure. So, so you know, kind of expand on you know, kind of where you're originally from and and, and things like that. Okay. Well, I grew up in outside of Philadelphia, a place called Reading, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, the only thing that we're known for is the Reading Railroad on the Monopoly. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's uh, it was a small-ish town. Um, that was when I started skateboarding in uh, fifth grade, I think, and that led me through till I graduated. Uh, from high school pretty much and that kind of died out once I got up there um, it's really cold in Rochester <laughs> that's kind of why I stopped skateboarding because <laughs> I mean it starts sn- I mean it's probably snowing up there right now sure it gets, it, I mean it was it was kind of terrible but the schooling was worth it <laughs> oh absolutely right I mean it, it's propelled you into the point where you are now which is at the precipice of the, uh, uh, the start of a great career I have no doubt about that right I mean we've had a, we've had a lot of talks and, and um, I really think that uh, you're you're a very talented young guy racing out into the world so I have no doubt of your ability to succeed in any market regardless of, of the downturn and all that fun stuff so uh, but talk to me a little bit about you know are you doing anything that's that's I don't want to say freelance work because that can get you in trouble with the jobby job, I know. But are, are you open to doing a kind of opportunistic side projects? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've. What would those I look actually, like for you? I, well, my, a friend of mine graduated the uh, same year as me, and he's, he, was, he actually graduated the same degree as me, and the, you know, the dynamics of the degree, you can kind of go off in any direction, and he took a direction that wasn't uh, as web-focused. So he wasn't that great at building his own website. So I built his website for him, which is very similar to mine. But, um, you know, I, I did that on the side for him just to help him out because he needed to find a job. Sure. Um, but in terms of actually getting paid, I joined uh, Build It With Me. That uh, builditwith.me is a, a website for designers it basically to bring designers and coders together so if uh, people have you know if one person you know designer has a really great idea or a coder has a really great idea for like a web app you know you can go on there and say I have this idea and I'm looking for you know a coder that knows uh, you know PHP and MySQL to build this app and then you guys can connect and you know sort out pricing or whatever that's all on the side but the the website itself is awesome for bringing people together uh for coding coding and designers is really what it's built for gotcha i mean it's really interesting to me on on a couple levels that that you're willing to do kind of this outside work um because i think that it'll it'll just it continues to build kind of your um your portfolio, but at the same time, talk to me a little bit about the entire experience of creating a personal brand online because, you know, that was a huge play for you where you decided, like, just straight up, this is what I'm focusing on for three months. Um, and, and obviously it resulted in you getting a job, but has there been any additional um, kind of uh, rewards for having have done that? Um, well, I'll start off by saying it's really hard to, you know, build your own website and build your own brand because I, I, I was constantly fighting with myself of, you know, how do I want to present myself? 
and what do you know whatever i like my website yeah i what if it, it could have been anything and i somehow chose to make it look like that and that's how everyone that comes to my website sees me or that's their first impression so it is it, it's quite a feat to to build your own brand and you know it, it's easier to to build someone else's brand than build your own um in terms of benefits after I got a job, I kind of fell off the the radar in terms of the social media aspect, which I think kind of, it, it didn't hurt me, but it, it definitely didn't uh, keep my momentum going that I had before I got a job. Because mm-hmm. once, I, once I got a job at, at you know, this agency of the size I'm at, it, it was kind of full steam ahead working and I barely have time for, um, you know, my own personal brand, but... Yeah, let alone, yeah, exactly, your friends and family, so. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, the, I mean, that kind of, it kind of sucks, but I, I try to do what I can, and getting into some of these other um, websites, and also, I think a big a big thing that I've recently started getting into is the meetup.com, I think, yep. doing just the local meetups. So I, I joined like the WordPress DC meetup group, and so I get to meet people in the city that are you know also building WordPress sites and the PHP group, and so I can learn uh, people and network in the city, and so that that's been really helpful. Yeah, th- uh, those are great groups, right? I mean, you know, we've got a lot of them out here in Phoenix. I know that you guys have a social media club, Washington DC, which I would encourage you to go out and get involved in. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, definitely look out and see. I, I think you guys actually have an Ignite uh, division out there as well. So if you see one of those pop up, dude, you should definitely, uh, yeah, Ignite DC, um, definitely get involved with that. If you can present at one of those, if you can find that 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 topic that you're crazy passionate about, yeah. by all means, dude, get up there because I cannot tell you the kind of additional kind of wins that I've had due to uh the the video of my talk so i would totally innate like i i I would i would make push you privately not just publicly to get that done (laughs) well one of the things that i love to close out these interviews with is the opportunity for those who i'm interviewing to shine the light on people whose content they enjoy be it on twitter um or any other social media platform for that matter but uh who are some of those folks for you who are you who do you find inspirational or funny or, or just enjoy their content um, that's a good question. Uh, it's let's let me, let me think here. Um, well, I stumped I, everyone with this one, so I, I'll yeah. uh, I'll try and buy you a little bit of time while I talk. But hey, <laughs> I mean, it, it's not even worth saying that uh, you know Gary V and the the things that he's created are awesome. I mean, like Corked. Uh, my girlfriend and I went to a Corked event in D.C., which we found via Twitter. And, you know, it was like a $10 event, and we got all kinds of tastings, and we met the the CEO and the, like, the lead editor of the website, and they're awesome people, and it's, it was just great that it was so easy to, to find the, like, to, to find them on Twitter and then go and talk to them in person. Yeah, Lindsay's one of those great people in this space, so, and Lindsay is the CEO of uh, Corked, and, and yeah, she's one of the most accessible people who I've met, and so to sit there and to be in an opportunity where you could taste her wines, that would probably be one of the most fun experiences that you could stumble into on a random Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, it was, it was pretty great. Um, let me think of other 
other people. Um, there's the whole uh, user. I follow quite a few people in the user experience industry. There's um, a guy called Nick. His Twitter handle is Nick F. Uh, and also Whitney Hess. Those are two. And oh, and there's a guy called Jared, J.M. Spool. All three of those are of those people are, are really cool user experience focused. Uh, I mean, they're, I think they just declare themselves as user experience designers and um, they're great people to follow. Jared is, I think he should become a comedian. So <laughs> I would highly recommend anyone to follow him because he's hilarious. Um, those are, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty more. Those are the people that I can think of off the top of my head. Sure, yeah. No, I put everybody on the spot. Trust me, if I were to uh, be forced to make those selections on my own, I probably would be as stumped as anyone or every one of my guests are. So, well, Tony, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and helping save this week's set of episodes because, as you know, uh, pretty much uh, I had a catastrophe on my hands, so I rely on good friends to help me get through. So thanks again. Yeah, anything I can do. Well, that pretty much finishes up this episode of Meet My Followers. I hope that you enjoyed meeting Tony. By all means, follow him on Twitter. That's t- at Tony Stuck, as in the body parts. The same spelling, but a .com gets his uh, website. And uh, guys, definitely reach out to him, because I think that he's a very talented young guy and uh, worth, worth interacting with. Uh, as always, anything mentioned on the show is in the show notes at meetmyfollowers.com, and I hope that you guys will come back and listen to tomorrow's episode. But either way, go out there and have a great day.